Hey y'all, welcome back to the My Virgo Friend Podcast. I'm your host, Chi Chi, and I'm so happy to have you back here. It is currently 11-11. Ow, ow, ow! Cheers, cheers. Um, we're gonna go into our five deep breaths before we do our tower reading for the Capricorn New Moon. So I want you to join me. Inhale through the nose. Deep, deep breath. Exhale through the mouth. Let's go. Breathe in. babies scorpios pisces and cancers cheers and last but not least the earth signs virgo taurus and the next zodiac sign capricorn cheers 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 y'all so i have my throat comfort tea that i'm sipping with my water i stuck it back in the microwave because it cooled off during the first recording and since I recorded so long, I meant to do just a 30 minute um, episode so that I could do a reading mixed in with it. But it ended up being like an hour long episode. So if you hadn't listened to the episode before this, I encourage you to go listen to it beforehand. But if you listen to it in, re- in, in reverse, it's fine too, whatever. But um, for this reading, I usually do a Moonology Oracle reading for you know the new moon and full moon and stuff i use the moonology oracle deck but i actually want to use the tarot deck for this reading specifically the morgan greer deck so if you want to look and see what that looks like on google morgan greer g-r-i-e-r but i like this deck because the colors are very bold the illustrations are pretty large and yeah i just find it to be a nice bold colorful deck not sure why i feel the need to say that but mm, it may be significant in the reading okay in regards to the stones that i'm holding i am holding lapis lazuli it's a beautiful blue stone like sapphire blue i am holding pyrite which is a sparkly gold earthy stone and i'm holding citrine which is a pale gold stone which um or crystal that also echoes that glittery shiny type of energy okay with Sagittarius that fiery Sagittarius that we're in because like when I think of Sagittarius I think of like the little sparklers that people use on New Year's Eve and like 4th of July the little you know dollar sparklers I think of that I think of the warm amber lights that you see um, decorated in and everywhere I think of all that, you know, that soft amber lighting, candlelight. That's what makes me think of Sagittarius energy, um, fire, fireplaces, you know, seeing nice um, campfires. Um, like if you're in the mountains and it's cold or whatever, like those nice um, campfires, like the flame, the flickering flame is what I really like about the Sagittarius energy. So I'm holding those stones. I'm sipping my tea. We're using that deck. Like I said, I talked about the fiery Sagittarius energy that we're moving away from and the earthy Capricorn energy that we're moving into. So if you need a breakdown of all of that, go listen to the previous episode. I really don't want to hash that all over again in this episode. Just want to get straight to the reading, you know. 
Alrighty, so let's go for five deep breaths. So the cards are already good to go. I've shuffled them a few times. We've done the breath work. And I'm looking for three pop-out cards to just give us a general message for the collective for the Capricorn new moon energy that we're moving into this weekend. You know, new moons are all about new beginnings, the starting phase, the beginning phase of a cycle. Phase one, step one, stage one. The learning, the education, the internship, the introduction, the intro course, the first time taking it. You know what I'm saying? It's the immaturity of wisdom. It's the learning. You know, you're not expected to be wise at something you're just learning for the first time, right? You're not expected to be skillfully perfect with a skill you're learning for the first time right so something that you're it's going to require practice it's going to require repetition it's going to require time to grow right it's going to require time to solidify it's going to require time to find your stride to find your footing to find the formula that works to find the magic sauce to find the key ingredient it's going to require time trial and error practice Substitution, repetition, different pairings, okay? It's going to require all of those different trial and errors, and that's okay. Be okay with that because that's how you learn. That's how you gather data. That's how you gather information. That's how you gain experience. That's how you learn what not to do. You learn. That's how you learn what works, what to rule out, what to consider more what to analyze deeper don't rush the process don't be so quick to get to the top that you miss the beauty of the growing phase of the gestation phase all right so that's a little pre-message before I deal let's see what cards pop out I hope you're keeping warm where you are. Shout out to my international listeners. Shout out to the West Coast. Well, shout out to America, the United States. All right, shout out to the U.S., my home country. But shout out to the West Coast. Shout out to the East Coast. First card out is the moon. All right, bottom of the deck is King of Swords. We need two more cards. Shout out to the East Coast. Ow, ow. Shout out to the South. And shout out to the North. And everywhere in between. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for your love and support. I appreciate you. I hope the podcast is helping you. Ooh, the permit just flew out. All right, so we have the moon, the hermit. We need one more card. Bottom of the deck so far is seven of wands with that hermit. And third card. Third card that flew out is the queen of wands. We love it. Specifically queen of rods in this deck. But uh, nonetheless, queen of wands. Uh, <laughs> queen of rods. And the page of rods is also flipped over showing itself. Should I take it? Yes, I should. Okay, so this is going to be a double whammy. Okay, bottom of the deck is King of Cups. Alrighty. Dang. Alright, so we got some major arcana, so I'm going to need to clarify these bad boys. Alrighty, so um, at first view of these cards, 
based on what I was saying earlier, okay, so straight up with the moon card, that's Cancerian energy. For some people, they say Pisces. For me, I read it as Cancer energy. Um, but we have Cancer, Virgo, and then with the Queen of Rods, since we're in Sagittarius energy right now, I'm going to read that as Sagittarius energy. And we also have with this the Page of Rods. So this could be um, a mother-child dynamic, just straight up looking at it. Or it could be a mentor-mentee relationship. It could be a coach-client relationship. It could be a master-student relationship. It could be a relationship where there's a a passing, uh, um, not a grooming, but a, um, because we want it, to, it's positive. It's a, it's a, like a, like a protege, a mentee, and my hands are like fiddling like crazy. Um, like a coach, you know, because like the person they look like they're holding instruments so like a maestro like the person a conductor and a maestro like someone that's guiding them directing even a, it could be even a director you know someone directing someone else but anyway we're gonna like clarify all that stuff anyway um the moon is about what's not seen okay what's not easily seen to the naked eye necessarily it may be revealed in the darkness it may be hidden in the shadows um in regards to your moon sign you know that's considered your emotional self that's considered the side of you that people don't really get to see because it's within you and how you process your emotion but with this card specifically what i keep being drawn to is the crustacean that's emerging from the waters and i feel like it's reminding me of the time to retreat and then the time to come out of the waters the time to no longer be submerged but to seek a higher calling to get back on the path like perhaps the need to heal and now making the decision to get back on the path to get back on looking ahead to looking upward and onward choosing to see to uh, choosing to face your shadow choosing to face the beasts within choosing to face your demons choosing to face what's scary choosing to face what's bigger what seems gr greater than you what seems overpowering what makes you feel um that you're alone you know what i'm saying when it comes to having to choose the lesser of two evils in a sense um making that decision but also again just that reminder of that need to heal before emerging to pursue this to pursue this enlightenment yeah it's like getting on the path to pursue enlightenment is what i'm feeling and in facing the shadow and looking the fear right in the eyes and facing the thing that you needed to heal from also finding understanding and possibly acceptance depending on what it is but let's uh let's clarify <clears throat> you know it's um the energy of growth and wisdom of seeing the bigger picture of seeing um how it affects outside of you oh that just came flying out the strength card and i'm gonna take the queen of cups wow okay bottom of the deck's gonna be knight of swords so clarifying the moon card is the strength card and the queen of cups <clears throat> so for me i feel like this is speaking to again facing the fear having the strength to face your fear having the strength to endure a pain that you worked through having the strength to face your emotional trauma having the strength to withstand the emotional overwhelm being willing to go deep being willing to explore your emotions being willing to share your emotions and standing strong in your inner power also understanding that your emotional 
sensitivity is your superpower. It is your strength, your ability to tap in, your emotion, your ability to be empathetic and compassion, compassionate is your superpower. Your ability for self-awareness is your superpower and your willingness to do the work within is your superpower. You know, um, also being real about your um your fiery emotions because this could also be speaking to specifically a leo moon so if you're a leo moon like maybe you're a water sign but you have a leo moon this could be specifically you but also just being honest because emotion to be emotional doesn't mean necessarily to be crying sobbing sad right to be emotional can be angry to be emotional can be on to be violent you know when someone just snaps and goes out on a violent rage or violent temper tantrum that's emotion that's being emotional that's erecting uh um reacting irrationally all right so taming the beast within taming the fear or facing the fears to tame the beast within because depending on the situation not acknowledging the fear could be what's making the beast go wild within not facing the fear could also be what's making you lose control. Not facing the fear could also be what made you go, went, go into hiding in the first place. So it's having that emotional strength to pull yourself out of the deep waters when you want to continue to hurt yourself. Because this could also be um, the energy of self-inflicting the wound, you know, like keeping yourself submerged longer than you have to. Because there's a difference between like exploring your emotions and then keeping yourself trapped in trauma, right? So make sure that you're not keeping yourself in a loop out of some self-sabotage um, energy or keeping yourself in a cycle of abuse because you believe you're not worthy of um, an emotionally healthy situation. Be mindful not to keep yourself in an emotionally abusive, toxic cycle because you feel like you're that strong. You're strong enough to deal with it. You're strong enough to deal with that person. You're strong enough to deal with their trauma. You know, and perhaps this is what your moon issue is. Maybe you're moonlighting as somebody totally different. In the daytime, <clears throat> you present yourself as someone that is strong and well put together and dominant but behind closed doors you're very submissive because you're getting your ass beat you're being you're invested in an emotionally toxic situation that you don't have the strength to get yourself out of um because when the strength card flew out it initially looked um reversed because it flipped over upside down i mean it flipped over so then when I turned it around it was upside down so then I rotated or whatever so I just kind of keep feeling like the strength is um inside of you so I feel like there is this because part of getting stronger is also identifying where you're weak right it's also understanding where your weaknesses lie where you could use more strength and where you self-sabotage, like all of that energy is going to, or all of that knowledge, data, information is going to help you to understand what needs work, what needs to be better, right? So if you're feeling like you're in the dark, there is a need to take care of your heart so that you can be happy again. There is a need to tend to your heart so that you can feel again. There is a need to tend to your heart so that you can live an honest life again. So that you can live in your truth in the daytime and the nighttime. You don't have to choose to exist in the day or the night. You don't have to hide and only come out when you think no one else can see you. People want to see you. Moving to the second card is the Hermit card. The number nine, this is Virgo energy straight up. The Hermit is the person that has gone out by themselves to seek wisdom, solitude, enlightenment, specifically spiritual enlightenment. This person is holding a staff in one hand 
and they're holding a lantern with a star looks like the star of david um in the lamp it's holding with this right hand and this left hand is holding the staff okay um and most specifically it's an actually the ace of wands is what the hermit is holding okay but nonetheless it's his staff it's his walking stick it's his power stick okay it's his wand as if he was the magician as if he's the alchemist okay because essentially he is right this is the story of the magician when it comes to the tarot but nonetheless the hermit card is about seeking wisdom it's about trusting your inner knowing trusting your knowledge trusting your experience trusting your gut feelings because gut virgo does rule the gut so trusting what you know and knowing that you know what to do and like how i was saying with the first column how the the theme of emerging kept coming to me i feel like with this hermit card it is that same theme of emerging like coming back to society of like okay because the the hermit is focusing on the light right so after he's had time to invest on the light within him now he's able to share that light with other people okay and when you've done the emotional work it's easier for you to be present in front of other people i feel like because now you're just a little more comfortable in your skin there's not so much of a need to like put on but let's see what pops out for us two pop out cards for the hermit two clarifying cards for the hermit two clarifying cards for the hermit and what keeps um jumping out at me is the darkness that surround the hermit we are moving to um capricorn season which is the winter season officially so we're moving to the winter season where the days are shorter the nights are longer and there may be the theme of darkness coming up for you so i would encourage you to keep your eyes focused on the light however that speaks to you and boom the card that popped out is the devil give me one more the seven of wands all right bottom of the deck is the queen of pentacles and if you know about the queen of pentacles she is focused on the coin she's focused on her pentacle all right so clarifying the hermit card is the devil and the seven of wands a lot of people are scared of the devil card but the devil card literally represents capricorn energy and we're moving to capricorn season and this reading is for the capricorn new moon so i'm not surprised at all that the devil card popped out because again this card does represent capricorn energy straight up okay even if it wasn't anything negative at all it will still represent capricorn okay so with the capricorn card clarifying um the hermit card i feel like impaired with the seven of wands when you look at the capricorn card we see the baphomet um imagery with the upside down um star of david and we see two people chained up they're on fire and you know it looks like adam and eve but the negative side of it right and this devil that's here is the opposite of the angel that you see with the lover's card okay so the devil card is literally the opposite of the lover's card in the tarot okay so with the devil card it is capricorn energy so we're moving into capricorn season so it can very much be the capricorn energy that we're in okay the heaviness of capricorn season um people focused on family legacy home traditions money um trust funds life insurance policies mm family secrets family uh recipes all of that family energy that dad energy that's going to be the capricorn energy okay but also with um the holiday season just like it's a positive and spirited time for some people it's the exact opposite of that for a lot of people because holiday season is a reminder of deaths natural disasters um the reminder of loneliness the reminder of divorce the reminder of separate christmases divided christmases the reminder of you know family members and family members that were killed murdered that died that lost their battle to whatever disease around the holiday there's just a lot of 
death and ending transitional type of energy associated with the holiday as well because it is the final month of the year it is the 12th month it is you know um the last month of the calendar year that we end right with the devil energy it can have that heaviness of the end right and when you think of the end for some people they look forward to the end because there's closure there there is um, the truth there is a finality you know it can finally be put to bed there could kind of like you can kind of like be done with the energy right but then there's some people that dread the end that don't like the end that try to resist the end okay so the devil energy can represent your own personal hell okay so for example um if you have an addiction to alcohol that could be your own personal devil because you're resisting whatever shadow, whatever pain that you're trying to numb. There's a resistance there where there is um, where you feel like the remedy is to self-medicate via um, alcohol abuse. OK, um, so the devil could be your addiction, your addiction to alcohol, your addiction to drugs, your addiction to domestic violence. If you're choosing um, a domestic violence situation that could be highlighted for you at this time, because this devil card, it is showing this couple that are chained together. Right. They are bound together. They are locked in so they could be married. They could just be in a toxic relationship like think Blue Rock, Krishan uh, and Blueface, Krishan Rock and Blueface. Think that type of energy, right? That toxic love affair where it's like a ticking time bomb where you just know like it's going to end one way or another, right? Without saying too much, but I digress. It could be your bondage to something like when I see the devil card it could represent bondage if it's not Capricorn energy it could represent your bondage to something that's keeping you down so again your addiction to alcohol your addiction to drugs your addiction to sex when it's um when it's hurting someone else you know like if you're in a so-called committed relationship but you have a sex addiction outside of that that's you know that's that's taking away that's siphoning the energy where it should be put towards you know the honorable commitment right so the devil um card can also represent dishonorable commitments commitments that you're ashamed of commitments that you want to keep in the shadows or commitments that you have kept in the shadows in the past commitments that have destroyed your own sense of personal power relationships that have make you have that have made you feel like a prisoner in your own skin that have made you feel like a prisoner in your own mind that has made you feel like you're part of maybe even a cult following where your decision making power is no longer yours and maybe now um, or maybe since you know in recent times or in the near future you're having that moment of reflection, that moment of clarity, that aha moment of, you know what, this isn't right. I don't want this anymore. And you're understanding what it's going to take to conquer your demons because the seven of wands is someone that's like slaying the dragon. OK, this is someone that's defending themselves and they're ready. They're facing the fear head on. They're standing in their power. They're standing in their strength. They have the eye of the tiger. They have the face of a warrior. Their posture is of strength and power. Their, their stance is one of power. Their shoulders and chest is open. They're not cowering in fear. They're standing up to the other six wands that are, um, that are uh, challenging them. Because the six of wands is the victory. The six of wands is the acknowledgement, the homecoming parade, the acknowledgement that you are that girl. The respect due, the key to the city, you know. So with the seven of wands, it's like defending that crown, defending that honor, conquering what tried to take you down. Keeping yourself in a position of power. Flipping the table, flipping the script, turning the tables, you know, realizing what your power is highlighting within yourself where your strength lies 
understanding and also even if you don't have the strength just yet to act and make a change it's also um the inner knowing because you may just be in that phase of the aha moment like maybe even with this capricorn new moon energy with the end of the year with mercury retrograde energy coming up and you're having to revisit the past revisit ideas revisit memories and trauma and work through and tie tie up loose ends so that you can make peace and make progression forward it may be the aha moment of like oh snap i didn't realize like how i was doing it to myself oh wow i didn't realize that's what was holding me back i could have advanced way quicker had i defeated that particular um addiction or um whatever is that could be siphoning your energy right just realizing what has kept you in the dark is it you have you kept yourself in the dark is it literally a capricorn that you have to defend yourself against is it literally with someone dominant Capricorn energy or someone that represents as a father figure in your world that you have to defend yourself against? It could actually be a Virgo, a Virgo Capricorn specifically could be an earth dominant uh, person that you have to defend yourself from. Or perhaps you're the Virgo realizing what the devil is in your world. So moving on to the third column, we have the queen of rods with the page of rods. Remember we had like a, a double happening here. And... The queen of rods, it did come out upright. So that's good because she is the most powerful queen in the deck. She is the witch of the deck. She is um, the woman that knows what she wants and she goes for it. It doesn't necessarily have to be a woman, but it is feminine energy. So this is someone that knows their sexual power and uses it to their advantage. This is someone that knows what color looks best on her she knows or they know um when it comes to their look and their appearance they know the go-to look to get um for those power moves you know like for example if there's like this red two-piece suit that just makes this person step into like that big d energy you know what i'm saying like it's that that power energy like it's a very powerful confident feminine energy okay and we know that feminine energy is flow feminine energy is intuition feminine energy is movement love compassion so queen of rods energy is queen of wands queen of fire aries leo sagittarius this is someone that is warm energetically they have a warm personality they're inviting they're kind they're nice they're even the life of the party they could be the uh assumed as the leader of the group or a dominant force a, de a decisive um, force of the group a decisive force of the community a power a position a person of power a person of influence a person that when they move and make a decision it affects every everybody else okay because fire spreads right and when I look at the queen of wands, it really says Sagittarius energy of all the wands of all the fire elements more so in Leo too. But I just really feel like Sagittarius since it's like we're in Sagittarius season right now. But it's this woman that if she says she wants to to like throw a festival, she's going to do it and it's going to turn out amazing and it's going to be, you know, done like no other and it's going to be amazing you know what I'm saying like she's going to deliver on whatever passion project she has like that's what I feel like when I look at the queen of wands energy she um is the sun she shines but she could also burn especially if you get too close to her so with this queen of wands energy this may be someone that um, even though she's popular, it may be hard for her to make close friendships. It may be hard for her to trust people because she is someone that does focus on power. She is someone that does value influence. She does value um, being able to make people squirm. She does enjoy making people sweat 
making people work and exert energy to be a part of her life. She wants to see what are you willing to do to be a part of my world? How much of an investment are you willing to make? How much of a commitment are you willing to be here for me? Because I can go all day. I can go all night. I will not be outworked. Okay, so since I know I won't be outworked, can you even keep up with me? Should I even give you the time of day? Are you even ready for the fire that I'm about to apply right now? Can you even keep up with the wildfire I'm about to spread right now? Because once I light this match, honey, I can't be stopped. That's Queen of Wands energy, okay? So when she lights up, when she's in her element, when she's in her energy of feeling powerful, she's happy. When she's in a position of power, she is in a state of joy and ecstasy, Okay, when she is in a moment where she's shining and she's on stage and she's the leader and she's the one that's calling the shots, that's when she's feeling the most powerful and that's when she needs to feel the most appreciated. Okay, and that's when she is the most powerful and she is the most energized. Okay, so again, whether you're a male or female, that Queen of Wands energy is all of that. Okay, being able to tap into that energy and be comfortable in that energy. So when you're comfortable in your skin, you're comfortable in your magic, in your power, you're not so much as threatened by someone coming in and taking it from you because you know it's yours. Now, that's not to say the Queen of Wands, Queen of Wands energy isn't going to be thinking two steps ahead every time. But whenever the Queen of Wands energy is elevated to a, a sense of importance, they're more willing to be more generous. They're more willing to share, okay? They're more willing to um, light another match, light another candle to keep the light going on, to keep the legacy going, right? So let's clarify this Queen of, Rod, Queen of Rods, Page of Rods energy. And actually, before I clarify, um, the Page of Rods energy, again, fire, um, Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, and it's more so Aries energy for me. So I feel like this is an Aries and a Leo pairing or an Aries and a Sagittarius pairing more specifically, but double fire nonetheless. And this is someone that's on the same wavelength, on the same page, on the same um, on the same mission, right? We both want to hold wands, right? The queen of wands is a little more experienced and seasoned with their uh, with their passion. Right. The page of Roz is just getting started. The page of Roz is the novice, the beginner, the student, the person that is um, on their way. The page of Roz is the person that is excited. They are um, the page of Roz is focused. The page of Roz is eat, sleep and breathe this new passion. Because I'm ready to get there. I want to get there now. I want to feel it now. I want to enjoy it now. I want it to go all day and all night. Now, now, now. And so while having this hunger and this desire is admirable and it's awesome. And we wish every student had that gung-ho, that gusto, that unlimited energy reserve to keep going and going and going energizing bunny. There has to be a balance, right? There has to be a period of rest and recovery. It's not about the final destination, but rather the journey. We don't necessarily want a wildfire, but a slow burn, okay? Think rotisserie chicken. Think um, the turkey that took hours to cook in Sagittarius season. Remember, we kicked off Sagittarius season with Thanksgiving. And the typical turkey that takes hours and hours to cook. Enjoy the slow burn. OK, you don't have to be in such a hurry to get to the end. You don't have to be in such a hurry to. To finish, OK, but let's clarify Queen of Rods with the Page of Rods, Queen of Rods with the Page of Rods. Queen of Rods with the Page of Rods. First card is the Nine of Wands more Sagittarius energy and the second card is the two of cups bottom of the deck is the three of cups oh 
So clarifying the Queen of Rods and the Page of Rods is the Nine of Wands, more fire energy, more Sagittarius energy. And this person is defensive. This person is tired. This person is worn out. They have fought all the battles. They have defended themselves. They have worked for the crown. They've worked for the recognition. They have the talent. They have the experience. They have the wisdom. They have the battle scars to prove that they are qualified. They have the credentials. They have the foundation. They have the backup experience. But again, they're tired. They're worn out. And because they've been through so much, they're defensive. They're also healing because they've been through so much. Like even though they were strong to fight the battles, they're still healing Okay, just because I was fighting back doesn't mean I wasn't hurting while I was fighting. It doesn't mean I, was, I wasn't I was using every ounce of strength I had left to keep going. It wasn't easy. I didn't just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, just because I made it look easy doesn't mean it was, you know, because fire, you know, it looked like, oh, I don't need a full eight hours of sleep. I can go and go off two hours of sleep or, you know, oh, I don't eat. I don't need to eat. A full meal every time I could just keep going and work through lunch but well actually no because Sagittarius people are foodies most Sag people they eat a lot and they don't forget their meals but nonetheless um the energy of just being like damn like is the war over yet I'm I'm done with these battles now like yes like I'm proud of like how strong I've gotten I'm proud of like the growth and progress I made but daggone where my sunflowers at I still don't have sunflowers. I still got these little buds. But what are sunflowers at? Where is the the metal? Where is the the ultimate joy? Because we also have the two of cups that popped out. And again, it's echoing that partnership, right? Because I said the queen of rods, page of rods, it's some type of uh, relationship dynamic. So again, it could be a, a coach, mentor, mentor, mentee, coach, client, teacher, student, doctor patient therapist client um coach player coach athlete um entrepreneur employee business owner employee you know there's some type of someone that has authority over another person regarding the passion regarding the love of something okay and I feel like you need to know that you're not alone that there is someone that wants to support you, that wants to come toward you, but you have to be open to receive it. You have to look up and stop crying for a little bit, wipe the tears, like take a moment to pause from crying for just a little bit to recognize the opportunity that's being extended to you. Wipe your tears to acknowledge the angel that has appeared to you. Okay, so... I feel like your angel, your ancestors will be sending you a sign. I feel like it will come in the form of two. And I feel like it'll come in the form of a mirror image, if that makes sense. And a loop-de-loop. Mirror image, loop-de-loop, if that makes any sense. But I feel like once you're ready to stand in your truth of what's bothering you, then you'll be more able to... Uh, receive the love that's coming in receive the love offering that's coming in because there may be somebody with two cups and they want to give you one of theirs you may not even be required to already have a cup of your own you may not even be required to have a whole table of your own ready to go because there is so much pressure to have it all figured out there's so much pressure to have it all together and maybe that is what's keeping you from even playing the game from even giving you the opportunity to be seen to be celebrated rewarded and approached because you're so defensive you're not looking forward to things getting better and the sooner you face that truth the sooner you realize that you're doing that to yourself and that is the self-talk and being real with yourself that yeah you are healing like yeah you're strong but damn it you're healing too you know, like you may look tough on the outside, but on the inside, you may be a big old softy. You may come off as really energetic and happy and bubbly, go lucky on the outside, but inside, you may not have, 
your fire, your fire may completely be shot. Your source of inspiration, your sense of spirit, specifically holiday spirit, may just be extinguished and no one could probably can tell because you're not showing it. You're still standing because you're in the nine. You ain't gave up yet. You're still at the nine. The nine is still in the game. It's not the 10. So you're still showing up. You're still showing up. So how, I mean, how's peace? How are people supposed to know that you're weary until you let them know? Until you let people know that you need support, that you need community, that you need friendship. How is anyone supposed to know? How is anyone supposed to share with you if they don't know that you need some? How do they know if you're interested too, if you don't make it known? Sometimes you just got to show up. Sometimes you just have to put yourself in the environment to be seen. Sometimes you just need to show up so someone can ask you the question that sparks a whole new interest in something like showing up so that someone extends an offer to you for you to accept for you to enjoy for you to enjoy again and to develop a passion and a like and a habit and an art and a business and it keeps going and going you know what I'm saying to show up as a decision isn't it but also to cower in fear is a decision to hide away in fear is a decision. To stay locked up is a, is a decision. To keep going down, down, down a decision. To choose unhappiness is a decision. To choose emotional overwhelm is a decision. To an extent, right? Because depression is real. Mental health is real. Okay? Please get help if you need it. Therapy. Get her- therapy when you need it. Get therapy before you need it. Seek spiritual counsel as often as you need it. Seek wisdom from elders as often as you can. Good intention, well-intentioned elders. Seek out wisdom from people doing better than you. Seek out friendship from people doing better than you. Seek out people with better uh, character, a, a greater moral compass, people that you aspire to be like, people that match values that you have if they believe in philanthropy and you also intend to be a philanthropist with wisdom and experience link up with them you know see if there's an opportunity to be mentored if you have so much love and so many opportunities that you could give and you have no offspring you could pass it to if you don't have a family that you can extend this blessing to seek out opportunities to mentor to coach, to teach, to show up, to represent. Representation is needed everywhere, okay? People always need to feel seen. People always need to feel heard. If you have gifts that can help someone feel seen, use them. If you have gifts that can make someone feel heard, use them. Step into your power. It's okay to be a student again. It's okay to learn a new passion. It's okay to lean into a new passion. It's okay to love something for the first time again. It's okay to be coached, mentored. It's okay to be taught. It's okay to be guided. But you got to be willing to listen, right? You got to be willing to go the extra mile. You got to be willing to be patient. It may be a slow burn. You may not get the goodies overnight. You may not be a celebrity overnight. You may not hit the lottery. You may not get land that million dollar role. You may not land that million dollar booking, that million dollar gig. You may not get selected on Shark Tank. Okay, you may not win first place. Okay, you may be at the very end to where you put in all this work just to quit. Are you kidding me? You deserve to get something. I'm leaving here with something, said Denzel. Surely you didn't put in all this work to just walk away. Get something from it. Make it worthwhile. Make it worth your while. Find the inner strength. Find your inner power. Reveal your inner power. Revere in your inner power. Give yourself more respect. Give yourself more honor. Give yourself an opportunity to receive love. Give yourself an opportunity to grow, to be watered, to be nurtured, to be loved, to be invited, to be included. You know, 
Like, I would be so excited when I can go to one of those parties you've seen on TikTok and social media where groups of people do like a color theme. So then you may have like the red team bring a bunch of red goodies and then the blue team bring a bunch of blue goodies and the yellow team bring a bunch of yellow goodies, so on and so forth. Or, you know, each person is assigned a particular part of the menu. So the person in charge of drinks they bust through the front door with all the drink selections and then the pe- person in charge of the cheese uh charcuterie charcuterie boards bust through with the char- uh, charcuterie board and then the person that's in charge of the uh jello shots pop in with all the different variety of jello shots you know what i'm saying like i would be so excited when i could go to one of those parties and be a part of that because if you've been a part of that that is such a blessing to have the opportunity to just celebrate with people and to have fun have more fun, y'all. Seek out those opportunities to have fun. Those opportunities to be with your family. If you're able to be with your family, be with your family. Of course, travel safe for the holidays. Do what you need to do for you. Take care of your energy and your emotions, right? But if you need community, go to the people that love you. Even if you don't have anything to say, even if you don't want to talk about your woes and your troubles and what has been keeping you stressed out and why you're why you why your hair has fallen out and why you've gained weight, why you've lost so much weight, why you look so sick, why you're showing up by yourself without your spouse, why you're showing up without your kids or your children. If you don't want to talk about any of that stuff that's had you so depressed over the past years. Give yourself permission to say that's okay and just be there for the company. Just be there so for, for the enjoyment, for the merriment. Be there for, you know, maybe you, you can heal somebody else by you just being there. And it will take you out of this perspective of loneliness. And then before you know it, you're talking about the stuff you need to get off your chest anyway. But you just didn't know how to say it. You just didn't know how to get into the conversation. And because you gave your family a chance to see you, a chance to love on you, to hug on you, now you've been loved on. And now you've been seen and felt. And now you can get through it. Don't wait until it's too late. You know? I don't know if you can hear the siren going by. But don't wait until it's too late. Alright? So... If you're feeling like you're at your wit's end, if you feel like you want to give up, ask for support. Ask for some help. Ask for someone that's been there. Ask for someone that's been where you want to be. Ask for someone that, ask for help and support from someone that is where you want to be. Know that your sense of adventure and spirit and fire and passion is important and it deserves to be protected and nurtured but you might need support to get there and that's okay don't burn yourself out to the point you where you want to quit and not try anymore seek help seek seek support this two of cups can literally be someone that's the leader of a group someone that's a part of a community already and they're like hey we're looking for a fourth you want to be a part of our group Hey, we're looking for a fifth player for our band. Hey, we're looking for someone to complete our advisory board. Would you like to join? Hey, we're looking for someone to, you know, go to lunch with us. You want to jump in on this? You know what I'm saying? It, It could be as simple as that. And then it just blossoms into something beautiful for the new year, you know, but people got to see you. So if you've taken a moment to be to yourself, to hide away, to be with your emotions, to deal with your traumas, to deal with your insecurities and to deal with your ego and your sense of pride and how it's overwhelmed you. If you faced your feels and overcome it, you've done the work. Kudos to you. Bravo. But know that you're stronger now. Give yourself more credit. You're stronger now. And now you can have support, but you got to choose that. Now you're going to have friendship and community and love coming in the form of friendship, partnerships, relationships, however that looks and feels to you. But because you're open to allow it, your hands got to be open. Closed fists are used for punching. Closed fists are for holding tightly because you believe that once it's gone, it's gone. Open hands. It's like, look, I trust 
what's mine is mine. I trust that what's meant to be will be. I trust that it's on the way. I trust that it's already here. I trust that it's coming back. Have more faith. That fire. Okay, I probably need to think of an acronym. Fire. Faith. Intention. Retention. Excitement. I don't know. That just came to me. Let's see. Does that make sense? Your sense of fire. Your sense of faith. How much do you believe? Your intention. Um, where you focus at your sense of fire your retention are you coming back to it are you staying with it and your excitement does it make you happy hell yeah y'all just made an acronym on the spot let's take a sip what's your fire i'm gonna leave it right there and remember bottom of the deck is the king of cups and the three of cups cups energy from both decks okay so again it may be someone seeing you from afar and coming to you with a proposal, coming to you with an offering. Hey, I see that you insert observation. Okay. I see that you're in need of this thing that I have. I want to give it to you. I see that you're in need of this emotional relationship. I can give that to you. I see you're looking for someone to serve in this capacity to you. I'm willing to do that for you. I have the emotional availability to do that for you. I have the emotional willingness and fortitude to show up as that for you. I'm ready. I want to be that because I'm king of cups energy. I've mastered my emotions. I have been there. I know what it's like. Okay, so allow yourself to. Be open to the possibilities. Be open to the expansion. Tie up loose ends. Close the chapters. Make a decision to end it. Make a decision to release the chains. Make a decision to get out of your own way. To put your ego to the side. To put your unhealthy sense of pride. Your unhealthy sense of ego to the side. And get your fire back. What? Your focus, your intention, your retention, your excitement. Get your fire back. It's a new year. 2023, um, the numerology for 2023 is what? Two plus two is four plus three is uh, seven. Number seven is a very spiritual, highly spiritual number, right? Seven days in a week. Um, Seven is very um, specific. It's very um, significant. That's what I was thinking of. So do your own research on the number seven. And make space, y'all. The Capricorn new moon is coming up. The winter season is coming in. The new year is coming in. Deal with this past year. Deal with it. Deal with it. Whatever that looks like and feels like to you, deal with it because your fire is on its way and it needs somewhere to go. The offering is on its way and they need somewhere to sit down. Like if someone was to pop up at your door, ring your doorbell, with this opportunity, with this proposal, is your house clean for company? Do you have to slide stuff off the couch to make a space for them to sit down? You know what I'm saying? Does it smell nice in your space? Is it peaceful? Is it radiating energy of high vibration? Is it receptive and on track to the energy that you want to invite into your door? Because I want more love. So I want to make sure I'm already in that vibration as I am in my everyday being, right? I don't want to have to clean up real quick because my blessing at the door. I want to be in a state of expectation because I believe in the miracles of my God. I believe in the highest plan for me, you know, so going into this next year, make the decision already that is very personal, because your spiritual well-being is on the line. Your spiritual health, your sp- your emotional well-being is on the line. And take your peace very seriously. Okay? So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up there. Trust and believe that opportunities that are yours are on the way. But make sure you're in this emotional state to where you can recognize it. To where you can be open to the love. To where you're not swatting it away and choosing toxicity instead choosing trauma bonds instead you're past that you've done the mental and emotional work on your heart to trust your gut now you can trust your gut you can trust your intuition you can trust your wisdom you can trust that you've experienced what you don't want and you have a greater understanding of what you do want give yourself more honor and credit 
you've been there all right there's no sense in revisiting what hasn't worked out that makes no sense insanity is doing the same shit over and over and expecting different results no need to duplicate this no need to create the same cycle over and over again if it didn't work it didn't work for a reason all right mercury retrograde is going to remind you of that so put whatever needs to be revisited to bed once and for all and that concludes this episode of the my virgo friend podcast remember to follow me on instagram at chichi babe c-h-e-c-h-e-b-e-b-e as well as the my virgo friend podcast um so grateful to you happy new year happy holidays and enjoy this new moon i love you bye